0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today are the healthiest foods of all time. Because people ask me all the time, they say, Dr. Joe, I don't know what to eat. And oh my gosh, I could never give up cheese or I could never give up meat. Have you ever said that? I can never give up breads. Anyone who's ever turned to a healthy diet has said the exact same thing you've said before. No one has ever said, you know what, I'm going to give up all those foods I really enjoy right away because it sounds like a great idea. I don't know if I could do it, and you think about it, you lament on it, and then eventually you do it, and when you do, you say what everyone else in the history of the world has ever said, why didn't I do this sooner? We got a ton of information. When I talk about the healthiest foods of all time, there's a ton of them, so I'm going to try to cover as many as I can. So we got to answer the question first that I get, I don't know, 15, 20 times a day, well, Dr. Joe, where do you get your protein from? Well, apparently I'm, I'm dying of a protein deficiency and my brain doesn't work and my muscles are weak and uh, my organs are, are collapsing down on themselves. You don't need more protein. Your body only needs about 8 to 10% of its total caloric intake as protein. That means 8 to 10% of everything you eat need, could be uh, a, a, a concentrated protein. Anything beyond that is wasted. And so if you're training for the Olympics, you might need 12%. You don't need a whole lot more protein. Your body can only utilize so much, and the rest of it has to be broken down in your liver and your kidneys and then passed out of your body. And that puts a major strain on your kidneys and your liver. And I saw, and again, I don't know if there's a correlation to it, but as soon as people started going to these high-protein diets, I started seeing a lot more patients come in with kidney issues. Now, is there a correlation? I have no idea. But after 37 years of doing this, it's a strange coincidence. So, proteins. Uh, Animal protein has what we call essential amino acids in it, and the essential amino acids, the word essential means you have to get it from an outside source. Non-essential amino acids means you can make them from other ingredients. Now, animal proteins have all the essential amino acids in it. So does all the plants. Now, it may not have it in one meal, but you don't have to have all essential amino acids in one meal. You can have them throughout the day, throughout the week, and your body will store them and utilize them as necessary. So the whole thing about a whole a complete protein, bunch of junk, that's not true. So you don't have to worry about more protein, you have to worry about just eating good foods. The American Dietetic Association, their position paper on plant-based diets, they called it vegetarian diets at the time, uh, if you're eating enough calories to maintain your weight and you're getting a good variety of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, you're getting more than enough protein. So don't worry about getting enough protein, you're getting it. In all my years, I've never seen anyone in protein deficiency unless they have severe uh, gastrointestinal problems with a throwing up or diarrhea and they're not absorbing their nutrients. But other than that, I've seen thousands, I'm going to venture to say tens of thousands of people, and we've never seen one. So don't worry about that. So if you are worried about your proteins and you're still not buying what I'm selling, which should, you can do things like nuts and seeds, legumes, beans, lentils, split peas, great options. They have about 10 to 20 grams of protein per cup. Uh, again, that's way more protein than you even need, and what happens is with a lot of these proteins, they'll sit in your colon and they'll rot, they'll putrefy, and when they putrefy, they produce a lot of gas, and that'll create a lot of bloating and gas, and so that's why people, when they eat a lot of meat, sometimes really stink, because the food is essentially rotting in their guts, and so that's what happens, because as you get older, your digestive enzyme levels drop dramatically, and that's why I recommend you have something raw at every meal. Now, I say raw, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocado, salad, because raw food is going to give you the enzymes that you need to help break down your food. Because when you're young, you produce a lot of enzymes. That's why you cut yourself, you heal, like in a day or two. You break your arm, you, you heal fast. Those old folks, it takes a little longer, <laughs> a lot longer sometimes. Uh, so, you know, beans, nuts, peas, great sources of fiber. They're slow-digested carbohydrates, iron, ma- uh, manganese, zinc, antioxidants, uh, phytochemicals. So everything you eat, should be high fiber, and that would be plant-based. And when you do that, you're going to absorb your nutrients a lot better, and everything's going to work a lot lot smoother. So beans, lentils, peas, they're uh, nutrient-rich. They have high in protein. Uh, if you ferment them or cook them properly, it's even easier to digest in some cases. Sometimes it's, it's better raw, but some things do do better uh, cooked. Uh, let's go into nuts and seeds. You know, one ounce serving of nuts contains about two, 5 to tw- 12 grams of protein, excellent source of protein where you don't need animals. Again, you don't need animals, folks. Um, think about it. The animals that you eat, you know, cows and pigs and chickens, where do you think they get their protein from? They're not eating other animals. They're eating plants. So again, if a cow can get, you know, as big as it is with leather and milk and, and bones and meat, where are they getting their protein from? Plants, you can do it too. So nuts and seeds, great source of fiber, iron, magnesium, zinc, selenium, vitamin E. These are all the things that are so important for your immune system. And we talk about immunity, of course. COVID always has to come up in a conversation. And there's going to be other viruses, folks. There always have been. There always will be. And there's going to be other germs. And so the way we deal with it is to build up the immune system. So if we are exposed to large quantities, then our body's able to fight it off. We all have viruses in our body right now. Every one of us has enough viruses to kill us and probably the whole planet. But the reason we don't is because our immune system is fighting it off. And that's why they say people that are more susceptible, people with weak immune systems, the elderly, weak immune systems, people with diseases, weak immune systems. So if you're eating a plant-based diet, you're getting a lot of nutrients to build up the immune system. So that's another benefit of a plant-based diet. Uh, Nuts and seeds are great. You could eat them plain. You could eat them uh, toasted. Uh, I did a recipe the other day. It's on our social media page on pesto. So I went out to my garden. I picked a bunch of basil. uh, I purchased some sun-dried tomatoes. I didn't dry my tomatoes. They were too early in the season to dry. Um, And then I had some olive oil, some uh, sun-dried tomatoes, some uh, pine nuts, which are actually from pine cones, and uh, put it in a food processor, a little olive oil, salt, and uh, lemon juice, and I made pesto. Spectacular. One of the best foods you'll ever eat. So quick, so easy, so inexpensive. Most of it's raw. So there's really no downside to doing these things. Once you start experimenting and finding out these amazing foods, you'll go, why would I want to eat a boring burger when I could have something as amazing as sun-dried tomato basil pesto that's quicker, easier, and cheaper to make and a lot faster. doesn't stink up my kitchen either. Uh, flax seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds. I get this question a lot. Uh, tons of uh, f- fats in there. Also good omega-3 and omega-6, omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acid ratios. Omega-3s are uh, fats that your body needs to bring down inflammation, make the brain work more efficiently, help the immune system. The perfect ratio is about one omega-3 to one omega-6. If you even go to five omega-6 fatty acids to one omega-3 fatty acid, that's still okay. Most people are doing 25 or 30 or more omega-6s to one omega-3. Blows out the immune system, causes inflammation in the body. Now, as a chiropractor and a pain management expert, my goal is to get you healthy, not just out of pain, but healthy, and I want to work on your diet as well as your spine and your joints. We can realign the joints, and it's important that if we're going to give you what I would consider some of the best chiropractic care in the world at our offices, you still need to be able to manage your diet so that we can get better results, because again, if you do what we say, everything we say, you're going to get a lot better results than if you decide, you pick and choose what's going to work. So hemp seeds, chia seeds, these are a great source of omega-3 fatty acids. If you do them, here's how you want to do them. Get a coffee grinder or any type of food processor. Grind them up and then eat them right away. You only need about two, three tablespoons a day. You don't need a whole lot. But make sure you're drinking a ton of water when you take these seeds. Because what will happen is with the water, they'll swell up in your colon and clean everything out, and it works real well. If you don't drink a ton of water, what's going to happen is it's going to clog up your colon. And it's going to have the reverse effect on your body. A lot of constipation, cramping, bloating. So people have come to me and said, Dr. Joe, I I started taking chia seeds every morning or flax seeds and I just feel horrible. Did you drink water with it? No, I didn't. Okay. We have one of our supplements called Dr. Joe's Intestinal Cleanser, which works extremely well to get the bowels moving. Uh, But again, you got to drink water with it because the water is the thing that's going to make it all work so well. So the problem with the omega-3 fatty acids in chia seeds, flax seeds, uh, macadamia nuts, is that it's in what's called the ALA form. ALA is is a form of omega-3s that has to be converted into DHA and EPA. And the body converts, a healthy, good plant-based diet can convert it pretty well, but I still take an omega-3 fatty acid uh, supplement every day. It's Dr. Joe's vegan omega-3s from algae oil, which is the purest form of omega-3s there are in the form that our body needs, DHA and EPA. So I would suggest that you take the Dr. Joe's omega-3 fatty acid supplement along with everything else. So we're talking today about the healthiest foods of all time. And it's not hard to do when I'm kind of getting tied up here in the whole protein thing, because that's the biggest question I get is, where do you get your protein if you don't eat dead animals? Plenty of protein. Uh, Tofu, tempeh, uh, soy products. If you're going to do soy, I recommend organic only. If you're doing organic soy, I don't have a big problem with it. It's a bean, just like everything else. I don't know why, but gets get so freaked out over it. And the soy has phytonutrients in it, which are great for helping cancer, helping the immune system. And what we do is, with tofu... You boil up soybeans and squeeze them, basically. That's how they get the milk. They don't have little udders. You don't you don't milk the little soybeans. to get soy milk. But you just squeeze the soybeans, and you get soy milk out of it. And then uh, you coagulate it, and that's what the tofu is. Now, if you're looking at tofu there's soft, firm, extra firm, super firm, it, that just says how much water is in the tofu. Um, if you're going to do a soft, you probably want to use that maybe for a pudding or something along those lines. Uh, I like the extra firm. Uh, because then you could uh, slice that up and you can uh, cook with it better. So I like the extra firm tofu. And it's so easy to make. You can put anything you want on it. Put it in a stir fry. Something as simple as just put some tamari and some lemon juice on it. Uh, let it marinate for 20 minutes or so, and you can just bake it. it tastes great. You can add that as an as a addition to any meal, really. Tempeh is a fermented soy, which is also great. Uh, when you ferment the soybeans, it's even easier to digest. So if you want to try tempeh, it's a little firmer than regular soy, uh, and it, it has a nice distinct flavor. I actually like tempeh too, so it's something you might want to consider. Uh, another alternative that are oftentimes used in the, in the health world is something called seitan, S-E-I-T-A-N, not Satan, S-A-T-A-N. So seitan is very high in protein, but it's made with gluten. You take high-gluten flour, and you just keep kneading it and kneading it until it becomes like a, almost like a meat. Not a big fan of that because it's really hard to digest. Uh, Other foods, the textured soy proteins and the vegan burgers, not a big fan of those either because, again, they're hard to digest. And when you take textured soy protein, you take soybeans, and you uh, do a chemical process to it, it has a consistency of meat. So, ooh, it tastes like meat. That's wonderful. However, it's really hard to digest. It frees up a lot of what's called glutamic acid. Glutamic acid can get in your brain and cause headaches. It's, It's like monosodium glutamate. So I'm not a fan of these processed burgers. You can make black bean burgers if you want to. Uh, In my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, we have a uh, couple of recipes for burgers, uh, bean burgers, and it's really good. And again, you don't have to eat burgers if you don't want to. I I, I tried the soy burgers. I don't like them. Well, don't eat them. It's very simple. There's other things in the world you don't like, and you just don't eat them. So don't freak out over the fact you tried one thing that was considered maybe somewhat healthy and, and you didn't like it. One of the healthiest foods you can put in your body, and that's what we're talking about today, are sea vegetables. Sea vegetables like seaweed, great source of essential fatty acids, uh, chlorella and spirulina, a great sources of protein, by the way. Um, and they're loaded with a lot of nutrients and um, minerals and omega-3 fatty acids, of course, too. In our Dr. Joe's Super Greens we add chlorella and spirulina because it's high in protein. It's high in nutrients, a great source of omega-3 fatty acids. It's renewable if you're worried about the environment. It's e- the body, the oceans easily renew chlorella and spirulina. There's plenty of it. And so I would recommend that you get chlorella and spirulina in your diet every day. I get mine from Dr. Joe's Supergreens. And so you wouldn't probably just buy chlorella and spirulina. You could and just mix it in. It has a very earthy flavor, let's say. But when we mix these super greens together, we had chlorella, spirulina, wheatgrass, barley grass, alfalfa grass. Uh, people ask me all the time, well, Dr. Joe has wheatgrass and you keep saying don't eat wheat. The wheatgrass doesn't produce gluten. When the wheat berry forms, that's when you get your gluten. So if you're eating wheat grass, it's one of the most nutritious foods in the world. Once it becomes a berry, then it's not so much. So the wheatgrass, barley grass, alfalfa grass, chlorella, spirulina... Uh, that's a soup We're talking about superfood. That's kind of tossed around a lot, but this is one of the super, super, superfoods, and that's why I take Super Greens and Essential Source every day. And it's the minimum supplements I think everybody should be taking. So if you if you want to step into this health world, at least Super Greens and Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. I mix them with coconut milk, almond milk. Uh, they, they, I mean, you can mix them in a smoothie if you want to. On hot summer days, I'll take some frozen bananas and frozen blueberries, a little coconut milk or almond milk, whip it up, and um. Throw in the chlorella and spirulina, the super greens and essential source. And it really just makes a nice, refreshing, almost like an ice cream-like treat. But, you know, we took some of the healthiest foods in the world, Dr. Joe's super greens and Dr. Joe's essential source. I would have to put them at probably the top of the list if I had to pick the healthiest foods. Now, there's supplements more so than foods, but absolutely, positively, uh, you want to start there. So if I had to pick the two, those would be my two favorites. But we are covering uh, super foods. Uh, nutritional yeast is a great one as well. Uh, Nutritional yeast is loaded with a lot of vitamins and minerals. Many times it's uh, fortified with B12. If you're super sensitive to things like monosodium glutamate, you might want to be careful with nutritional yeast because it does create something called glutamic acid. and Glutamic acid might cause headaches or trigger uh, sensitive people to have reactions. But nutritional yeast tastes great. It tastes almost like cheddar cheese if I had to give you a flavor to it. Uh, it's really one of, the, one of the healthiest foods in the world and has a, a excellent flavor and excellent texture to it as well. Fermented foods. Fermented foods are so important because they give you something called probiotics and prebiotics. Probiotics are the good bacteria that your body needs. Prebiotics feed the good bacteria. So if I were to uh, plant some seeds, okay, tomato seeds, well, tomato seeds are great, but if they don't have the right nutrients, they're not going to create tomato plants. So the same thing with the probiotics and the prebiotics. I can give you a ton of probiotics, but if you don't feed them and nourish them and fertilize them, they're not going to grow and replicate. And so they just die off. And so that's why taking a probiotic is great. I take Dr. Joe's probiotics every day. It's on the website, drjoe.com. But you want to make sure you're getting your prebiotics. You get your prebiotics by eating these other healthy foods we're talking about, the plants because they have things like fructooligosaccharides and other nutrients that are prebiotics that feed the probiotics. Follow that? Little chemistry for you there. Uh, I want to talk about grains for a second, because people say all the time, well, Dr. Joe, you got to eat your whole grains. (sighs) Maybe. I'm not sure we have to eat the whole grains. But the most common grain, what's the most common grain people eat? Wheat. Wheat, not a big fan. Because what happens with wheat, wheat has a protein in it called gluten, and gluten is made of gliadin and glutenin. And when they get into your body, you can have reactions to it. Now, some people are super sensitive to gluten, um, and they might have something like celiac disease. Some people are gluten intolerant. Uh, they eat it, and they blow up, and they get bad skin reactions. They get gas or bloating or diarrhea. And you know, I've had people say that, too. Well, Dr. Joe, I can't eat anything because nothing stays in me. And many times, those are the people that are gluten sensitive, and I'd get them off the gluten, and they feel a whole lot better, and their body can actually start to heal and actually put on weight. So when people ask me, what can I do to gain weight, I would tell them not to eat wheat because it can cause inflammatory reactions in the guts, which can cause the body to pass these nutrients quickly. But those inflammatory reactions can go systemic. What that means is they go through the whole system, and they can affect even brain function. So I'm not a big fan of wheat as far as a grain goes. I wouldn't recommend that. Now, there are other grains that I think are probably okay and that I eat periodically. Um, Spelt does have gluten in it. Teff is an interesting grain. Now, people ask me, what's my favorite uh, cuisine? I love Ethiopian food, but I only love really good Ethiopian food. I've been to Ethiopian restaurants all over the the country. I've never been around the world, but... um, not all of them are really good, but they use a, 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 a bread, basically. I don't know what, what else to call it. It's like a pancake, and it's called injera. Now, the injera they make for us Americans—I found this out from one of my friends who works at an Ethiopian restaurant— and she said, the, the injera we give you, the Americans, is different than the injera we, we eat in Ethiopia. Because the injera they use here in the States has wheat mixed in it. If you want just injera made with teff, T-E-F-F, uh, it has a different texture to it. And uh, it's— not as sweet, if that's the right word, Um, but it's still great. So teff might be a good grain. Quinoa, I want you to consider quinoa into your diet. It's spelled Q-U-I-N-O-A. Now quinoa is awesome. And it's really a seed, not a grain, but don't worry about the semantics. And I have quinoa in my pantry. And many times, if I just need a quick meal, I'll just take a vegan bouillon cube, throw it in some hot water, boil up some quinoa for about 10 or 15 minutes. And I like it way better than rice. It has a lot better texture and flavor as far as I'm concerned. And it's a lot better for you than rice because it's not just pure sugar. Like white rice is just like eating bowls of sugar. So so quinoa is a good option you might want to consider too. And it's a quick, easy meal. Dr. Joe, I don't know what to eat, and I'm used to my frozen dead animals. Well, it's a real simple thing. You got some quinoa in the closet, boil it up, 15 minutes, you got yourself a meal. And then you can throw uh, veggies with it. You can throw some frozen veggies in there if you wanted to, or fresh veggies. Um, Tastes great. If you want to get really crazy, get some vegan cheese and melt it on top. Oh, now you're getting crazy. But that's another little treat too. But the ultimate foods would be fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Those are the best foods that you can eat. So fruits and vegetables, you know, if you're going to eat a plant-based diet, you can try these fake meats and these artificial shrimp and all that's fine periodically. But fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds should make make up the bulk of your diet. Now, there's plenty of things you can do with fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds. In fact, that should make up uh, your your diet anyway. Um, But something raw at every meal, when I talked about that, fruits are good that are raw. Apples, peaches, pears, bananas, pineapples, mangoes, kiwis. Uh, star fruit, watermelon, those are great. But what I recommend is about three pieces, maybe four pieces a day because it still has a lot of sugar in it. That's why we like to eat it. And watermelon is very good. And, and I've read stories, oh, watermelon's great. It cleanses the body. It has all these nutrients in it. But if I eat too much watermelon, I start putting on weight real quick. So just don't think that, well, I, watermelon's good for me. I can eat as much as I want. Still pretty high in sugar. Now, watermelon is high in something called citrulline. And citrulline converts into nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is one of the amazing supplements that opens up your blood vessels. Now, Dr. Joe's nitric oxide is our third most popular supplement. is and essential source are by far our most popular supplements. Nitric oxide is our next most popular. And the reason is when people take nitric oxide, it opens up their blood vessels and it increases circulation. It can help with your hands and your feet. It can help with brain function. It can help with romantic function. We all need circulation for romance, and it opens up the blood vessels. And as we get older, the blood vessels become weaker. They don't open and close like they used to. And so one of the problems we have as we get older is circulation to everywhere, and Dr. Joe's nitric oxide works really well when it comes to that area. Now, what I recommend is if you take Dr. Joe's nitric oxide, only take one to start in the morning see how you do. If you do well, take two the next day, take three the next day, take four the next day. I wouldn't recommend taking more than four in a day, and I do recommend taking them in the morning. And the reason is I can't sleep if I take a nitric oxide even past two, three o'clock in the afternoon because it gives me so much energy. So patients come to me all the time, Dr. Joe, I want more energy. What can I do? Well, cut out the bad foods. Cut out the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Again, the healthiest foods, in my opinion, are Dr. Joe's super greens and Dr. Joe's essential source. And then you add the nitric oxide to it, and that'll give you a burst of energy. Then we can add B-complex, because many times we don't eat the proper foods for enough B-vitamins. B-vitamins are made by bacteria, and if you have a healthy colon, the body is going to produce a lot of its own B-vitamins. Again, they're not essential. We can make them inside our own bodies. But if we're exposing ourselves to things like chlorinated water... Uh, uh, antibiotics, which you might get from uh, commercial meat, commercial dairy products. Those things can kill off the bacteria in our colon, and that can affect our immune system, but can also affect our B-complex production. So just be careful with that. Um, So fruits and vegetables are going to give you the prebiotics, which will feed the probiotics, which can then produce the B vitamins, which can then help the nervous system work more efficiently, which can give you more energy. So when you understand how the body works, it's really easy to fix it. It's like uh, if you understand computers. I'm not a big computer whiz, so I go to Garrett and Sierra and I say, hey, listen, I don't understand this on my phone, and they'll go boop, 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 and they'll fix it for me. So they're brilliant when it comes to that. That's not something I understand, but I understand how the body works. And so when patients come to me with problems, I oftentimes tell them, listen, let's get the nervous system working. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, pinched nerves, you got to come see us because we're really good at fixing that. My team of doctors, we have offices in Marriott, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We're really good at fixing that. So we can fix the physical issues. The chemical issues, we will teach you how to fix. You're the one that has to decide what you're putting in your body. So if we say this is the best foods on the planet, these are the foods you should be eating. And just make your diet mostly consist of that. And you're going to be very, very happy with the results. No one in my career has ever done what we've told them and been disappointed. No one has ever said, well, Dr. Joe, I gave up the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, ate more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. I started taking super greens and essential source, took nitric oxide, opened up my blood vessels, my blood pressure dropped, I took the B-complex for energy. No one's ever said, boy, I really regret I ever did that. They always say, why didn't I do this sooner? So we're talking today about the best foods in the world, and you might as well just choose them. Because you have to eat anyway, you might as well eat good foods. If you have any questions, send them to me through our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. But if you want to make an appointment, you can do it right online, drjoe.com. Usually it's 375 for the first visit. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, next visit, going over your x-rays, doing a nutritional evaluation. Right now it's 149. You can do all that on the website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well.